Don't believe in yourself. Huh? Believe in me. Believe in the Kamina who believes in you. <laughs>
The I'm first savoring. episode was so good, I just don't want to watch anything else. <laughs> I have to ration it out for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have, uh, shockingly, zero knowledge of this. What? I only, uh, I only have... Uh, uh, one of the supervisors I worked with, uh, her favorite motivational saying was, believe in the me that believes in you! <laughs> and Classic. that's the only thing I know about this show. <laughs> it's very passionate. It's a very passion-filled show. So, shall we dive right in? Yes. I'm ready. Oh, we're watching what? episodes 1, 2, and 8. Don't oh, yeah. skip at the end. You'll cool. see why. All right. All right, let's get right to it. I'm getting in the mech. Just watched episodes one, two, and eight of Gurren Lagan. Gurren sure Lagan, did. whatever. G- Gurren Lagan. Also, like, I forget which episode I pointed out, but that is a very Japanese word, and they add a little extra sizzle to it, a little extra spice when they say Gurren Lagan versus mm. everything else in the script. In the English dub, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, so I watched all three episodes of the dub. Me too. Um, Brendan, did you do your usual switch em up for one of them? Yeah, but I forgot until the last one, so I watched the first two episodes dubbed, and then the episode eight subbed. All right. Gotcha. Uh, but let's just say off the bat, uh, for the dub, it is a very good cast. Yes. It is. Just so many people. Uh, uh, to not jump ahead too far there's one character i thought was much better as dubbed than subbed uh, we'll talk about oh. when we get to him. Um, mm. but listening to the sub at the last episode i was like wow he has much more personality in the dubbing than in the sub hmm. yeah. yeah i actually didn't look up the cast so i mean so, they're yeah, good uh, it was i enjoyed the dub but i didn't look up the cast <laughs> yeah the cast i i believe i still have it up um let me see um yeah, uh, Simone is Yuri Lowenthal. I thought so. Okay. Um, uh, Kyle Ebert is... Uh, Kamina. Uh, yeah, it's still loading. I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Steve Bloom is Lee Ro- uh, Ron, who is the character I was yeah. talking about. Who has- That's Steve hmm. Bloom? Yes. Yeah. It's delightfully out of typecast for him. Oh and my I love gosh. It. It's uh, Michelle wonderful. Ruff is Yoko. Ah. Oh yeah. Uh later on we get uh, uh Sam Regal as one of the villains. So yeah, this is a very uh who's who now of mm. actors. Yeah, this was, you know, 11 years ago. Yeah. But yeah, good cast. Good English. Good dub. cast. Mm-hmm. Good work, guys. You really did. <laughs> From you the- done you did good, the kids. <laughs> So, episode one. Uh, let's start with the opening, because uh, we start right there. I this was surprised opening. that there was no like lead-in. It was just the OP. Just going yeah. right into it. Uh, this opening is a fucking bop. It's lit as shit. It is. It <laughs> it's is. It's hot fire like the Thomas Wildfire that burned for eight months. It is another months. good one. And you know what? I think it's the first song that we've heard as an opening that is sung by a woman. 
Is it? Uh, oh wait, no. no uh, my love story my love did story. also. Uh, yeah, I was gonna be, but it's like be it's interesting to hear it uh, in like an actiony show. Yeah, especially since it's like, hey, watch all these dudes, and then the one girl <laughs> fights some robots. Just dudes screaming uh, about how manly they are. Mm. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I I was liking it. Uh, the translation uh, made no sense because I had it <laughs> subtitled, uh, but I I did not expect much. Yeah, I was just uh, listening. I didn't read the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, just. Basically, uh, everything uh, Kamina says uh, of, like, uh, uh, pierce the sky, uh, your hopes and dreams are all magic. Uh, <laughs> just that sort of inspirational stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something so, yeah. on that show. It is a great motivation. <laughs> so, uh, we start off uh, seeing some space explosions. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, we sort of pull back into a uh, ship that is flying through space that's saying, like, oh no, all the uh, stars in the sky are our enemies. We have to fight them all. And then uh, the ship turns into a mech. And it sort was of... at this point that I wrote, I am already confused. Yeah, <laughs> me too. That's why I don't have a lot of detail. Because, uh, <laughs> just uh, all at once. Yeah, because it kind of happened. Yeah, this all happens and then it's gone for the rest of the <laughs> uh, episodes we watched. Yeah, this uh, is a big foreshadowing. Yeah, uh, big like flash forward. Yeah, uh, yeah. I assume they cut to like uh, years earlier. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, once we get out of space, we immediately <laughs> go underground. <laughs> um, what we a leap. see. Where we see tunnels, uh, tunnels. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we see tunnels being dug uh, underground. As uh, our hero uh, Simone is saying uh, that he lives in this underground society where digging tunnels helps expand his city, and uh, he gets the pleasure of getting paid and like uh, pig mole steaks. Yeah, <laughs> delicious. Good. Mm-mm. So yeah, some good eats down in these holes. Yeah, as he's digging, he finds a a little little baby drill, a little tiny drill in the dirt that he's like, "Oh, this is cool," and he turns it into a little necklace because yeah. it's uh he's a little digger boy, so he has to <laughs> yeah, you gotta symbolize it. Simone's yeah. a little cutie. Little drill for a little driller. Yeah, it's him. It's him. So yeah, uh, he comes out of this tunnel and is uh, uh, confronted by some local uh, girls who are like, ooh, a digger, he's gross, he lives in the dirt. Yo, these bitches are catty as shit. Yeah, I didn't understand why they were being so mean. Like, if that's like a normal job to have, to expand your community. Yeah, you you also live in a hole, just a bigger hole. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're a a dirt girl. Yeah, where are the standards? (laughs) I wrote down one of their quotes. It's like, what's so fun about digging all day? I'm like, what do you mean what's fun about? That's his job. Like, also, what do you fun. do all day? Yeah, where do you get off? No name anime girl. Yeah. I'll never see again. Me? I organize all the rocks that come out of the hole. I'm a rock girl. <laughs> oh, high end. The most prestigious a position in this hole. <laughs> These bougie mole people. <laughs> 
So yeah, uh, uh, he comes out and immediately gets mocked by these girls who are like, ew, this guy sucks. Um, and he uh, goes back to his digging team. Uh, and that's where we meet Kamina. Mm. A uh, big, tall, lanky, older boy who is uh, the most inspirational person <laughs> you will ever meet in your goddamn life. I was told that Kamina is 16. Yes, and Simone is 14. Yeah. And, and there is a 30-foot difference between the two of them. <laughs> and, and Kamina Worlds is just apart. riddled with like Yakuza-like tattoos, despite living underground. He did them himself. <laughs> he he just threw well. a bunch of rocks at himself until he bruised permanently. <laughs> he has to do them every night to re-bruise them. I would not be surprised. He seems that dedicated to being cool. <laughs> yeah. He's passion and confidence incarnated. So yeah, he uh, he rallies up the team. He's like, "Hey, we're all we're all doing great work. We're all amazing diggers. Uh, this is uh, Team Gurren, and we're we're the best diggers in in the whole pit that we live in." Yeah, he inspires the team and says that uh, uh, Simo- uh, Simone's uh, drill will be the drill that pierces the heavens. Whatever as, that means. Yeah, because he's uh, trying to break to the surface because. The rumors are that there's a surface world above them where there's no ceiling. <gasps> wow. Shocking. God, my claustrophobia um, is kicking in hard at this. <laughs> I was like, always being in tunnels and just like, uh, no. Ugh. <laughs> no, thank you. Mm. Uh, see, the uh, extreme uh, uh, introvert in me is like, oh, yeah, just put me in a hole. <laughs> mm. But then you think about the logistics and you're just like, oh, yeah, maybe not. Uh, I guess maybe I'll <laughs> live on the surface still. That's fine. We'll all be there someday. Oh, so, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Kamina sort of whips up the team and uh, he has a plan to break to the surface, which involves getting all of the pig moles to sort of stampede at the same time. He gets a stampede to sort of like ladder lift themselves <laughs> up to the ceiling of this pit mm. but they are stopped by the chief uh who's like no you're not breaking through here and cuts down the tower of uh pig mole guys darn <laughs> uh a valiant effort mm-hmm. can't have those little shits escaping and ruining his plans to keep digging forever i guess just keep going down Maybe they're uh, digging down to the other surface on the other side of the world. Oh, that's possible, huh? They're digging a hole to China. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I understand that it's like a weird, different society that they're always underground. But just the idea of like, oh yeah, there's nothing above us ever. It's just all rock all the time for all of existence. Like, what a weird way to look at things. That's yeah, true. Like, they don't expand the tunnels up if they assume they're just surrounded. Why are they just digging in one direction then? Yeah, they're clearly going away from the surface. Like, yeah. It's odd. Conspiracies. <laughs> this mech show doesn't <laughs> hold up to logic and science. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh... My superior brain knows something's <laughs> up. Uh, the chief of this village sort of uh detains kamina and uh the digger crew uh and scolds them saying there's no surface there's no point in trying 
where we learn uh, Kamina and his dad, when he was a small child, at some point reached the surface. Supposedly. Yeah, he's a little bit uh, dodgy on the uh, subject of it, so we don't really get a straight answer. And uh, everyone in the Digger crew uh, apologizes and is like, no, don't lock me up, because Kamina is sentenced to uh, the stocks for however long. And then Kamina's like, he says, I don't want to be called bro by you losers, to which I wrote, but fam. (laughs) (laughs) You fam. Because I understand that, like, he's like, call me bro, and I'm sure it's, like, big brother in in Japanese. I'm sure that's the, that's what it is. I forget which one that is. Oni, One. One is big sister. Oni is big brother. But bro is just so, like, bro. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, I can't take it seriously. I think even watching the sub, it's not like, they don't even say, like, Oni. It's like, it's like a bro brother, like, oath. Of like oh. kindredship, so I think it was a different <laughs> word entirely. So huh. I think that's why they go with like bro instead of brother because he's like it cha- blood bro. It just changes the tone. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it gives him a nice relaxed sur- surfer vibe. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Despite never seeing the ocean or a coastline. <laughs> but yeah, so he is uh, or Kamina is locked up. Uh, everyone else is sort of uh, given a. a like knuckle wrapping and sort of sent away, um, shame, shame. and there then there is an earthquake uh, in this underground city, which is a little bit devastating. Uh, we find out that uh, it's sort of taken for granted that there are earthquakes all the time, and Simone's parents were killed by an earthquake and. Except that he one day will be taken by the earthquake, too. <laughs> that's so fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's very... Like, why wouldn't they want to see if there's a surface up there? Just get away from that mess. mess yeah. Mess. Um, I, I was also thinking, can you really call it an earthquake if you're not on Earth? That's just me being petty and shitty. But it <laughs> yeah, did well. cross my mind. <laughs> Planet quake. Yeah. Lands. Ground quakes. Tremors. Ground shimmy. Ooh, yeah. jazzy. <laughs> it makes it better. The jazzy ground shimmy. <laughs> oh, I lost my grandpa, but uh, it was a jazzy ground shimmy. So, uh, Damn, the jazz so band just a, starts playing whenever those uh, whenever those shim- shimmies happen. Lost <laughs> well, my whole family to the great shimmy of '96. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that's what the girls are there for. They're the they're the shimmy girls. They, yeah, they they sing and get everyone through the great shimmies. Yeah. So uh, Simone is back to digging, and he finds a great big mech mm-hmm. uh, underground, and mm-hmm. he runs over to uh, Kamina under the dark of night and well, says like, or well, like well yeah. They just turn the, the lights dark, off. The dark of underground. underground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the perpetual darkness of the earth. The even more dark than the <laughs> normal daytime dark. <laughs> this the is sleep dark. Advanced darkness. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so yeah, he uh, breaks Kamina out. Uh, Kamina has a, a new little mole friend that he was saving for food because uh, he got his rations cut off. So now he has a little little fuzzy buddy. Yeah. Worst case scenario, he'll eat him. Yeah. Yeah. He was saving him, trying to get him nice and fat. Plump. Love it. 
<laughs> camaraderie. <laughs> uh, so he uh, breaks Kamina out uh, and says, hey, I gotta show you this weird metal face I found in the ground. Uh, and about ten seconds later, he is immediately uh, found by the chief. Mm-hmm. Um, he knew this would happen. Yeah, he was keeping an eye on the one prisoner in this town. <laughs> so yeah, it kid. makes sense that he's keeping tabs. Um, so yeah, he's watching him and uh, confronts him and it's about to give him a beatdown. But then there is a giant, bigger earthquake. That sends an even bigger metal face falling through the ceiling of this underground society. Big teeth. And the yeah, world big... is rocked. Because that just confirms that there's a surface. Yeah. Because uh, now uh, daylight is coming through. And they can see the sky a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they're like, see, there, there was a, there is a surface. And also, holy shit, our town is destroyed. I like yeah. that, because it's about the halfway through, and I like the um, commercial break bumpers for this show. Oh, like yeah, those style are cool. they do it. It's a lot of heavy shadows and outlines on the characters, and it really reminded me of, like, Beautiful Joe, and I really enjoyed that uh, style of art. I don't understand the reference, but I enjoyed the art style. Yeah. <laughs> Same. It's a, game. it's a game in that art style. Yeah. So, yeah. A big yeah. old face falls down. And then, uh, with that giant metal face when they try to confront it a girl falls down too yeah this made me very excited because i've seen a lot of yoko around you know she's a very <laughs> iconic character she's very yeah done a lot. uh and then immediately she was just sexualized to hell i don't know yeah. what else i expected <laughs> yeah a uh, shocker she's um, wearing booty shorts and a string bikini top i it's kind of it's kind of what it's gonna be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, uh, since there is like Kamina is also like never wearing a shirt, even when like fighting giant mechs. Uh, I can understand that they would also have her in less clothes, but like yeah, it seems like a normal thing. Yeah, because it's like this weird like post-apocalyptic naked society (laughs) where there's a lot of exposed skin on people of all genders. But it's like immediately Kamina has like eyeballs uh, popping out of his face. The wolf muscle. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to worry about uh, sun damage to your skin or uh, skin cancer when there's no sun in your society. That's true. So yeah, uh, she falls through and is immediately uh, uh, sexualized, and uh, it. <laughs> it's, it's great. great. We all we're all on board, yep. uh, and uh, she is fighting this mech and is trying to help uh, uh, Simone and Kamina uh, fight it because it uh, wakes up and tries to rock their shit. Yeah, um, she gets going gets going real fast. Yeah, she got so, a big gun. Yeah, just this big sniper rifle that she's using to attack it. Uh, and it's her signature weapon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the three of them sort of uh, escape for a moment and crawl to the smaller mech face that uh, Simone found underground. And uh, it turns out it is a mech that is activated with that tiny drill key that he found earlier. Yeah. Uh, so he activates it, he powers it. And he uses that mech, which 
has a drill, uh, very symbolic. Uh, to <laughs> a lot of drills in the show. A lot of drills. A tiny drill mm-hmm. for a tiny mech. Yeah. He's a cute uh, little Mike Wazowski mech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a great comparison. No, yeah, it is uh, maybe about five feet tall. Yeah, it's that. It is adorable. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he uses this drill mech to attack this other giant tur drill mech that we find out are called uh, gunmen. They uh, fight this and they launch it up into uh, the sky from their cave and they see the world for the first time. Yeah. And this is actually a very beautiful shot of like them seeing the world and just the like background of the like cratery landscape and like the sky and you can see the curvature of the earth and it's very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they immediately fall back down <laughs> and crash uh, <laughs> into the ground uh, and they are confronted by two more gunmen. Shit's but you're going. neglecting to mention that Simone definitely landed in Yoko's boobs, which is another classic anime, anime move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was not bothered by it until she saw two giant robots right there. Yeah, she was chill. She was yeah. like, oh, how cute. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of sexualization of Yoko, and it doesn't slow down it doesn't get better um, no yeah it's pretty consistent and that's why i'm like mm, i thought this shit was older because of yeah. how rude it was kamina called her breasts tasty morsels and i want to <laughs> die mm-hmm. <laughs> he also once once he realized that she also used to live in a pit called her pit, pit girl, girl and Said that she had thunder thighs when a moment ago he was drooling at the sight of her. Because mm-hmm, surface girls are <laughs> surface girls are way hotter than other pit girls. Because I have seen neither. Yeah. <laughs> I will say there is an episode we we didn't watch it. There's an episode where they have like the beach episode where everyone's in bathing suits. Boo. She actually wears more clothing for her bathing suit than what she walks around in every day. Like, it's, it's so mind-boggling, the character design. <laughs> like, I think this character was clearly, like, we got a very, we want a very, like, visually striking character that people will gravitate towards. And that's it. Like, no <laughs> sense of practicality, no sense of, like, decency, nothing. It's just <laughs> what visually looks cool. Yeah. No one was afraid of skin cancer in this world because <laughs> it is, like, a desert hellscape up on the surface. It's not And good. it's, like... <laughs> It's like you get 200% sun every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, so let's hop one. on into episode two. Oh, uh, the ending real quick. Yeah, yeah. this was another jam. Uh, this was a... I enjoyed... Oh, no. I, enjoyed I don't know if song. I watched it. Oh. <laughs> I can't Someone remember if I did or not. Well, well, well. <laughs> if I did, I don't remember it, so... That, I was uh, too busy it's... being angry. <laughs> That's the thing. I enjoyed the song, like yeah, the music and stuff, but it, it was just kind of like, this is nice. And then, like, you know, you didn't have to keep watching it. As opposed to the opening where it's just like, fuck yeah, let's get into this. So, yeah, it was just uh, Simone walking through, like, an outline and then, like, a post uh, proto punk uh, song of, like, uh, d- you can't tell me what to do. <laughs> Pretty much. Hell yeah. All so, right. yeah, that's episode one. 
episode two. Here we go. Uh, we start off where we left off, uh, and they are faced with two new gunmen. Uh, and Yoko explains that there were three, and that one fell down into their pit, and mm-hmm. now they have to presumably fight the other two. And my favorite thing is that Simone just kind of sees them, turns around, and starts digging. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, that's what I would do. Just just turn tail and hide. And they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going home, you guys. I can't do it. I just um, learned there's a whole other world on top of mine. I just want to go to bed. I go to bed. And, these, and the, the gunmen are just bigger Mike Wazowskis. Just, all of yeah. the necks are just big faces with arms and legs. Yeah. It's um, like if Mount Rushmore sprouted arms and legs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also wrote down these I'm... shots of Yoko's ass are getting boring. There's yeah. a lot. They're just a lot. There's like, a lot of them. If you're going to sexualize her, at least switch it up a little bit. Yeah, be creative. Come on, let's get some titties in there. <laughs> <laughs> let's mix it oh, up. Oh, don't worry. There will be plenty. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a good amount. Um, let's see. So, Kamina is convinced that he can fight them with just his sword. He'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, He's a god. He kind, of, kind of tries to fight them. Uh, and then there's like a huge, huge amount of bullets coming from behind them. And Yoko's like, hey, those are my friends. And I'm like, oh, look, a bunch of men that don't sexualize her. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Well, they don't. Like, Finally, the true heroes. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Yoko, we'll help you. Um, let's good see. People. I'm trying and to look at my notes and the wiki. Yeah. This is actually where we meet um, Liron. I Ron. love him. And or, uh, uh, before we get there, oh. uh, we see inside of the gunmen are our little fuzzy Beast boys uh, yes. called Beastmen. So the things piling, piloting the gunmen are Beastmen, and they, for some reason, show up when the sun rises and leave when the sun sets. They're just to fight. They're beasts. <laughs> they just like to sleep. It's actually never really addressed why they like attack and leave with the sun. Cool. Yeah, great. It's kind of weird. Love it. <laughs> Love a plot hole. Yeah. Um, uh, so, Leron Le- comes over, mm-hmm. and he he looks at uh the mech, which which Kamina has named Logon, right? Yes, the yes. little one's Logan. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I I love it because he's like, yeah, I just came up with this name. So literally, the title of this show is a name he came up with for their team of diggers, and a name he came up with for the mech. So the name is literally uh, gibberish that he just made up. I, yeah. Yeah. It's I was fun. confused by it because I'm like, oh, it would be like if it was like Team Kamina, I it would make sense or something like that, or Team Diggers. So I looked but it's up just what, a weird word. Yeah, I looked it up what it means. Gurin means scarlet, so it just is like red, mm-hmm. and Logan means elongated face, so it's just long red face. All Shit. right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I I guess that I guess works. So. <laughs> Very literal. Yeah. Um. So in the evening, after all of the festivities, Leron comes over and he's kind of looking over Logan and talking about how much he likes him and how he's just his type. I like Leron very much. <laughs> Me too. Because he's effeminate, but like, and that is the joke, but it's yeah. not in a way that's like super gross. It's not dismissive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. And I think and that's he's, great. 
Yeah, he he's also like as flirtatious as Kamina is, so it's not like they're <laughs> like, ooh, like the the uh, gay character that's just gonna hit on you all show. And it's like, yeah, we've seen the main character do that, so yeah. it's not outside of the realm. But of course, uh, because Leron is gay, and then he he or presumably gay, and he flirts with Kamina. Kamina hates him because yeah. you know naturally, <laughs> Kamina yeah. is just textbook fuckboy. <laughs> <laughs> he is absolutely. Yeah. I, I really think... like his design. Like looking at him, I'm like, what a cool guy. Yeah. But then, like when I I don't know, watching the show, I didn't like him as much as I thought I would, which is disappointing. Yeah, his inspirational moments were good when mm-hmm. he's, like, trying to pump up uh, Simone as he's, like, the smaller, weaker boy, and yeah. he's the confident older boy. He so like their moments. Yeah, their brotherly relationship is good, but uh, his interactions with most everyone else is not. Yeah. yeah. I think both him and Yoko were designed, like, with a clear purpose to the story, like, the, like to uh, continue the plot. But with a very like visual design in mind, like they gotta look cool, and then they're gonna serve this role in the show, and that's yeah. it. Like they weren't thought of as people or characters; they were just like utilitarian. Um, but I think with Leron, um, who is fantastic, uh, I like that he. I think he mostly uses his flirtation with uh, Kamina as like a power move because he oh, says yeah. like, "Oh, get a sense of humor. Like fucking get over yourself. Like I'm just yeah. Like he's you. he's kind mm-hmm. of trying to make him uncomfy because he's yeah. like, you masculine butthole, get over yourself. <laughs> yeah, which I find is even better. Like he's not just like the tropey like feminine character who's just flirting with everyone, like Kamina is, who's flirting with uh, all the girls. But yeah. he's just like, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. Like, relax, dude. And I was like, oh, this character's great. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that kind of drove me crazy is that it's nighttime and they're looking up at the stars and the moon and Kamina goes, I made it, dad. Like, out loud, not to himself. And Simone goes, what was that, Kamina? And he's like, nothing. Don't worry. And I was it. just like, you didn't even, like, it wasn't even, like, a to yourself kind of thing. You said it out loud. <laughs> like, he has no just... internal monologue. It's all outside voice. Yeah, and I don't know why that made me so, like, why would you even do that? Like, I don't know, it just irked me. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, We also skipped over, at the very beginning, there was, like, a short, quick, like, flashback scene of uh, uh, Kamina, or, yeah, Kamina and his dad going up to the surface when he was a small child, uh, and he, his dad's like, oh, do you want to come with me? And he sort of pulls back, so he's like, all right, come find me. Uh, when you can i have it written down like it was a dream like he fell asleep oh oh uh that may be coming up i thought it was at the very beginning oh i didn't write it down so i forget oh you know what netflix skipped the beginning for me Uh. oh so that's why i thought it was just like a recap or something but i did get that i just got it as his dream yeah, um, I mean, it, it's pretty short. It's just like, this is what his dad was, the kind of man he was. And you yeah. see where all the confidence and masculinity comes from. Yeah. Um, and the love of flair, because he has a lot of jewelry. <laughs> oh, Hell yeah. yeah, all those rings. Um, <laughs> uh, and then uh, Liron and Yoko kind of, they're like, you guys can't read? Because they can't. And no. they teach them about the sun, the stars and the moon, which is kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, not to interject too much um th- that's something i love is like this show isn't about like the kid next door or something like these are weird like whole people like there's clearly like society that like is on the surface and like interacts with other villages and stuff 
and our main characters are just these two backwoods like hillbilly weirdos that just live in the ground like they're not <laughs> normal characters and that's something yeah. I, I really enjoyed because they're just like so weird yeah um yeah because there are other pits but they are equally as weird <laughs> yes. yeah uh so they're making their way back to their pit which is now above ground uh well, it's so it's not really a pit anymore yeah um <laughs> um and they find a skull, they find a skeleton, and they're like, oh, we better bury it to to respect the dead. And Kamina, is, is Kamina kind of like, he died, why do we care? Yeah, he's like, why waste the time and energy? He, and I it, think it'll be fine. I think that's why I wrote down Kamina is a whole asshole. <laughs> I think that's why I wrote that down. Yeah, he's um, Yeah, and then Yoko's kind of like, yeah... You you're, you have a very romanticized idea of what's going on up here because living here kind of stinks. And he's like, what? Impossible. <laughs> um, what war? I don't see a war. We didn't fight three it. mechs in the past, like, half hour. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, so they get back to their city, town, home. Base. Um, base. That's a good one. Um, and... They, Simone and Kamina, like, immediately fall asleep. Oh, um, real quick. Um, after Logan, like, shuts down after the fight, they had trouble getting it started back up. And Simone looks at Yoko, and of course, titty <sighs> yeah. shot, because he got and it. Then, and then it starts up again. And it starts back cause... up. Is the robot powered by boners? Is this a boner bot? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> Itty bitty boner are drills bot? not a euphemism for their penises? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how did i not see that it absolutely is oh anyway, my god yeah this i forgot so about much that sense. i mean you gotta you gotta stick the the little drill into the hole to power it on <laughs> i want to go to bed <laughs> it absolutely um, is oh my god i never realized that. yeah uh so anyway yeah uh so they wake up the next morning um, and Leron, Leron polished Logon, which made me like, I was Super like, that's so nice. <laughs> He's all shiny. Um, oh, and this was after that Kamina had his dream about his dad and, mm-hmm. uh, watched him walk away from him, uh, which was kind of nice. I liked that it wasn't like his father being like, you're weak for not wanting to come with me. And it was more of like, when you're ready, come up yeah. here and find me. I thought that was sweet. He dropped him off at daycare for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I also wrote down that Kamina calls Yoko Missy, which kind of makes me mad, but I'll try and uh, move past my anger. That'll never happen. Um, it is established that the dynamics between the two are not excellent. <laughs> yeah. Not great. Not great. Um, and then gunmen arrive because that's what happens every day. And there's yep. a big tremor, and it's at this point that Simone realizes that the tremors that were going on underground was because of these gunmen. So now, he's mad at them because they effectively killed his parents, so now he has a motivation to want to kill them! Yeah. Because the, the boner bots are powered by, <laughs> uh, like, passion and... Testosterone. Yeah. Ang- anger and titties. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> things every uh, teenage boy has and wants <laughs> in that Wait. order 
teenage boys have titties? Have, have anger, want titties. Okay. Um, <laughs> they have a powerful want. Yeah. <laughs> a need. Uh, I also, I liked that um, the gunman came oh and the God. beastman inside called them uppity human filth. <laughs> I was a fan of that. That's a good insult. Um, so, let's see. My notes are scarce, just like Dukes's. I'm looking at the wiki. Um, so Simone wants to fight them. He goes out to fight them. Kamina oh. tags along, and he's going to take a gunman. Yeah, yeah. but uh, before he runs off, Yoko's like, here, here's some protection. Like, do you know how to use this? And gives him this, like, itty-bitty, like, pistol. Little he's gun. Like, well, she yeah. she gives that to Kamina, right? Or does she give yeah, that to Simone? Kamina. Yeah, Kamina. And he's like, of course I know how to use this. And we see later. He does not. He does not. <laughs> he's um, a dumb, dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, in true older brother fashion, uh, once his little brother got a robot, he's like, hey, I want one too. And I also it's his would like a mission. robot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I need robot. to be I need to be cooler than this little kid. So yeah. I'm going to get a bigger robot. Yeah. So, so that's his mission. Yeah. He tries to get Simone kind of to help him with that, and he gets log on nice and close to the big one. Uh, and Yoko talks about how she's always giving him backup because she's somewhere helping also, and I just thought you've known him for a day. <laughs> what do you mean always? She's always with him. In his heart. Um, <gasps> uh, <laughs> So Kamina gets into the mech and uh, the beast, the beastman that is piloting it is no longer an issue. I, ki- I guess I kind of missed however that happened. Yeah, uh, the uh, Simone sort of like forces the mouth of the mech open yeah. and like pulls out the uh, beast man driver. Yeah, um, so he's, he's out and um, Kamina gets in and he thinks... He's like, oh, Simone just figured out login. I can figure out this one. It'll be fine. And it didn't work like that. Nope. Kind of did, though. Uh, because... It took a minute. Again, I was like... A bunch of a bunch of weird stuff happened. Like, he was having a vision. And I just wrote, is he okay? Like, did I miss something? <laughs> is the he having an existential in. crisis? Uh, all those hallucinogens I took last night. That was a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> Got those mushrooms so, from underground. He, uh, I think it was I think it was him like trying to cope with the idea of like he could potentially die out here on the surface like the body they saw earlier. And yeah. he was just trying to like deal with that and it, it was that motivated a him scene. to somehow yeah. fa- figure out how to pilot the gunman. Yeah. <laughs> this show starts... is the Deus Ex Machina for this show is literally just like passion and like force of will. Like, ah. That solves every problem. Mm. Makes yeah. sense, I guess. Eh. Um, so he he starts fighting the other gunmen, and my favorite thing actually was hands off my beloved little brother punch. I thought that was cute. <laughs> yes, he also had the "Who the hell do you think I am?" kick. Yeah, I didn't write that one down, but I liked I liked hands off my beloved little brother because it's another one of those moments where you're like, oh yeah, he's. Got a heart somewhere. He has <laughs> only for some, some good some qualities. Yeah. Um, and then Sometimes. he named his big mech Gurin. 
So yay, that's the name of the show, Gurren Logan. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um, I also wrote down because the beastman that was um displaced by Kamina is on the ground, and he's like yelling about how he's not dead or something. Yeah, and... his like lieutenants think he's dead. Yeah, they're so... like, let's avenge our boss, and he's like, you idiots, I'm right here. So yeah. I wrote down, quit telling everybody I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so while that big fight was going on, they kind of dug up that skeleton that they buried in episode one Mm -hmm. and um kamina sees a piece of jewelry that his dad wore on the skeleton so he gets very upset and realizes that the skeleton is his father and he did not in fact thrive on the surface shocker in fact he made it about like 20 feet from his (laughs) hole because they're like right there yeah yeah so, so just the thought of his dad going up there being like, ah, a new life, and immediately dead. getting stepped on by <laughs> a giant ah, mech. The surface. <laughs> and then for ten more phone years, Kamina's like, yep, my dad's doing fine. <laughs> He's invincible, nothing bad goes wrong. He's not dead ten feet above me right now. Yeah, I'm f- it's fine. He's doing It's great. all great. Yeah. Welcome to the Dead Dad Club, Kamina. You're now officially an anime protagonist. Hooray! <laughs> Yay! And, yeah. Oh, I... R.I.P. Mr. I like, Kamina. I liked with Kamina's uh, mech, every time he punched something, he reminded me of Deku from uh, My Hero Academia. Because every time he kicked and punched, his limbs just exploded. Oh, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, because I guess it's kind of frail, or he was punching so hard... Like, his force of will was punching harder than the mech could physically keep up with, I guess. I don't know. It was definitely something odd. Mm. Yeah. But, so yeah. Then. So, that's episode two? Yeah, two. Yes. <clears throat> A lot of fighting. It was hard mm-hmm. for me. It wasn't hard for me to keep track, but it's hard for me to keep track of it in my brain. Because it was just a fight, big, fight, fight. big robot fight. That's that's mech shows. That's that's kind of why it's weirdly kind of why I don't watch them, but then watch every other fighting show. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not the biggest mech battle fan. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So then we're gonna skip ahead a good amount and episode eight. Yeah. So um, the summary of the episodes we missed. Uh, they fight robots. Okay, and we're back. <laughs> and episode we're back. eight. Moving on. Like I, I was thinking about it, like watching because they do a little recap in the beginning. I figured I've actually watched the whole series already, so I figured it'd help for you guys. Um, but yeah, it's basically they get all the guys that they're with, they pick up some more people, and they just start leading a resistance against the beastmen. And as they go, they start taking over more gunmen and different members of their group now use gunmen as well. And that's basically it. Like, that's hmm. like s- six episodes summarized right there. Um, right. Oh, and cutting like, through the bullshit. Yeah, I feel <laughs> exactly. Like I didn't miss anything. Um, and Gurren and Logan can now fuse. They uh, Logan drills into Gurren into the top, and they form like the full mech that we see in the opening uh, sequence. Do they do a fusion dance like in Steven Universe? No. Then they what's don't. the point? <laughs> <laughs> they just fucking drill into each other's skulls. And oh, romantic. Now no, it's not about romantic. It's about penetrating. And God, it really is just about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I've cracked the case. Gurren Logan is. It's like it's like Fooly Cooly, where it's about adolescence, but with uh, bigger robots. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Even <drills>. less subtle. <laughs> and less subtle. Oh my God! Like 
there's part of me that's like, yeah, it's probably about dicks. But like, I don't know, putting it into words out loud is like, oh my god. Yeah, just, about just assume most shows are about dicks. And, <laughs> and yeah, you're fine. Oh my god, my love story is just tainted now. <laughs> no, that's no! not at all about dicks. It's impossible, that show is too pure. I ended up finishing all of it. It's very good. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank yeah. You. Uh, quick update. That's the one show I've actually watched more of. <laughs> so uh, uh, right now I'm the ultimate winner. Yes. <laughs> Dropped everything like a hot box of rocks. Stuck with the love story. <laughs> All right. Episode All right. eight. Yes. yes. Sorry. Uh, we can derail a bit because not a lot of plot happens, or rather, like it's very easy to condense. Yeah. I um, assume there will be a one big robot fight. In yeah. Every episode, there's a Just quota. A big ass robot fight. Um, so yeah, this episode, it's kind of like the prepping for the big war, I guess. Um, we see more of the team they have, the team Guron has more people and they all have more gunmen and they're prepping to fight against a beastman, like general, it kind of seems like someone with a, a degree of like authority within the beastman army. I don't know. It's all very like cut, uh, fast, fast and loose. Yeah, um, he is the biggest gorilla man. He's a big old gorilla boy with a big old hammer. Like everything about the show, like you can easily understand what's happening visually. Like mm-hmm. he's yes, a big fat guy rolling the smaller beastman, and he's got a big big dumb gunman that's just a fucking battle cruiser with like a head on top and some arms. Like it's we see glimpses of it uh, early on, but like yeah, it's just like a big old warship. Mm-hmm. That every 12-year-old and the creator of the show dream about, I guess. Just <laughs> turning that big battleship into a bigger robot Are you ship. sure the creator, of show is, the creator of the show isn't a 12-year-old boy? I can't prove he isn't, but it would make <laughs> a lot of sense. I assume he's at least 13 if he got uh, studio permission. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Funding. He's just very charismatic and is able to talk his way through anything. Um. But yeah, so they're prepping up to fight against him. And the battle plan for this is that because Login can take over a mech, that's kind of what it does with Gurren when they form Gurren Login. Haha, show name. Um, they're going to throw uh, Simone at the big battle cruiser and take control of it. So that's their main plan. And they're setting all this up and getting ready to go into war. And we get a little more of the will they, won't they flirtation back and forth with uh, Yoko and uh, Kamina. Which is my favorite trope. I love it. It's so good mm-hmm. and not absolute garbage and yeah, filler and for writing. But in hey, this, but in this they, one, you get a they. I mean, they do. <laughs> it's not a will they, won't they? They do. They do. But yeah. until this point, it, it has been back and forth. There's also that other very unique thing where the other main character is in love with her, but uh, she goes like, for the other guy. Did you, Simone, my dude? <laughs> Did you really think that you, a very childish-looking boyo, would would win over Yoko when she has Kamina? I don't know. This I was probably going to save this to the end, but here's something that's weird and we didn't see in the episodes we watched, but they do address it very briefly. Kamina is like 16 or 17, roughly. Simone is like 14 or so, and so is Yuko. Or Yoko. She's 14? I thought she was 15. No, she's 14 and just solely exists for tits and ass. And it's just very weird to me. Yeah. Um, but still, it, doesn't matter. You, you weren't a girl in high school. 
<laughs> when you when you're a 14 year old girl in high school this is gross but if you're a 14 year old girl in high school and an older boy likes you damn you're the winner of high school yeah i remember some girls in high school who were like i'm dating a college boy and like now it's just like oh what the fuck oh, is that guy gross. doing i'm on the other side of that i hate yeah. it now yeah it's, it's uh, terrible much much worse but even that, like, just the idea of, like, she looks like that and she's, like, 14. It's like, ah. It's and fucked up. Spaghetti string and the booty shorts. Everything um, about Yoko's a little fucked up. <laughs> it's a little fucked. <laughs> um, but it's something I've noticed, uh, especially with uh, My Hero Academia, is how, like, protective and defensive uh, fans of them have been about the, like, female characters when they see, like, sexualized fan art. They're like, hey, fucking well, slow down. These characters are, like, 15, 16. And I was like, I should enjoy that more. I don't know if it's necessarily just because of that show and people love those characters so much or if it's a general, like, societal awareness of, like, hey, maybe it's kind of fucked up. These shows yeah, are this super sexualizing. Yeah, this is into an interesting discussion because I feel like people definitely, they overtly sexualize Yoko because they do it in the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they feel like they have permission to do so without it's realizing okay. that she's so young. But yeah. then in, like, My Hero Academia, like, Uraraka and Fropi and all of them, mm-hmm. they are seen as freshmen in high school. They're not sexualized. They're just teenage girls. Yeah, because yeah. so you get the societal them, context of, like, oh, these are school children. Don't draw titty pics of school children. Yeah. While this, it's like, oh, she's an apocalyptic robot fighter? Yeah, go nuts. Yeah, yeah. and the one, it, the one character divide. that does sexualize the girls in My Hero Academia is, like, widely hated. It's the worst. <laughs> he is the worst. And, like, people at the school hate him. They're like, fuck you, Minata. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> He's constantly being reined in and just, like, or getting shot down. Yeah. And this was yeah, an interesting I, discussion. Yeah. <laughs> the I, fun I, little uh, side... <laughs> trek i love awareness (laughs) like i said this episode doesn't have too much plot going on so we can condense it we can uh, derail easily uh but i do like the idea that it's the setting like it's different when it's in like a normal society and like in a city in a school versus apocalypse anything goes like oh yeah that's true too Mm -hmm. because there's no established like oh you have to be 18 to be a robot fighter it's like no this 14 year old showed up and is now like the hero so like there's no rules there's no adulthood versus childhood which uh is kind of icky but uh (laughs) no good yeah in Um, in this context i guess makes more sense yeah it's yeah we're fishing for excuses but you know it's (laughs) it makes sense in that in that world but not in our world where we're watching the show and people are still hyper sexualizing her so yeah. It's like, uh, well, I think people also don't realize if they don't know that she's fourteen, like they're gonna do that. Cause I think, yeah, I think that's uh, it's a like quick one line. They might have say it like out of nowhere, and it just gets skimmed over real fast. So I think most people don't realize she's, she's fourteen, but her titties, <laughs> but them titties, that ass. Yeah, she was definitely drawn as someone who uh, they weren't worried if she was gonna be sexualized or not. So yeah. yeah. And then they do, later in the series, they do, like, a time skip of seven years. So she's only 21 at this time, but she's drawn, like, an old maid. Old maid. Like, just, like, really, I don't know. Beyond her prime. Yeah, it feels like that, and it feels much grosser. So it's just like, ugh, this is weird. Um, Anyway, 
So yes, Hyoko and Kamina are talking, getting prepped for the big fight, and they kiss. And then, or Yoko kisses him, and then he kisses her back. And it's kind of saying, like, I'll pay you back ten times this after this fight. I was like, all right, that's weird. Yeah, that was wink, weird. What wink, did that wink. mean? I don't know. I assume Did that mean the that they sex. were going to bang? <laughs> no, no. Um, even, even Yoko points out, it's like, oh, that's a weird way to put it. You could have made it slightly more romantic at all, but okay. <laughs> um. And we see Simone's watching them from the bushes, like the dirty little pervert he is. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, he, he's going to talk to him, presumably, and he catches them. And he freaks out and runs back, because he also had a big old crush on Yoko. And at, as someone who was once a hormonal 14-year-old boy, like, I get it. Anything resembling a female that talks to you, you fall in love with. So, like, I get his crush, but it's, you know, it's just feels lazy writing yeah um, it was kind mm. of sad because he just kept going it's none of my business and i was just like you're right honey but i yeah. said it's okay you still You'll gotta go okay. through this yeah um so that throws him off that throws his concentration off for about the rest of the episode um and is a bigger factor because these gunmen are powered by sheer force of will and like concentration because so, his passion is passion. gone yeah the girl um, he loved loved someone else. Oh no! He's only known her for three days. But yeah. Um. So yeah, they're gearing up for the big fight. They're going over the battle strategy, which is to get Simone on top of the big warship and take control of it. And that's pretty much it. Like that, that That's their main goal. And once they do, they're going to win. And as they're running into battle, we see them all teaming up. We see all the different gunmen. Uh, one of my favorites is a monkey gunman who has legs for arms and arms for legs. He's holding. Hell his, yeah! He's holding. He's got these itty bitty legs. He's holding two like pistols with, and then his whole arms are used for walking. It's just like, this is a fun design. Perfect. <laughs> this is a fun design. We don't need to see at, in every episode. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so they go in and they ambush the battleship of the beastmen who are in this like ravine, sort of like this canyon or valley. And they jump up up top, and they're like, ha we got you cornered. And the beastmen say, like, oh, we knew you were we going to do this. We have the higher ground, Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don't exactly. try it. Don't try. Uh, so they're like, ah, we knew you would try this, so we're ready for you. And they throw, the big warship just throws beastmen up in their gunmen, like, just straight up to attack them. Which Yeet. then Yoko, <laughs> this bitch is empty. And then Yoko just pops him out of the sky like clay pigeons. And her gun is much more powerful now for some reason. Leroy fixed it up. I forget yeah. if it was in this episode or the second episode. But he, I think in this one, he like hands it back to her. And he's like, I did some shit. And she's like, cool. Yeah, yeah it was this episode. But it's yeah, much he's, stronger. He's like, oh, you normally don't let anyone touch your gun. She's like, it's a special occasion. It's, it's too big to fail. I don't want to mess up. So she trusts him more with her gun than herself. Which shows yeah. a lot of his character. Um, Which uh, she should trust him more because she one-shots these dudes. Hell yeah, yeah, like something. She gets a big upgrade. And so she's picking them off. And then uh, that's when Kamina says, like, oh, we knew you knew. We knew. So we prepared ahead of time for that as well. And then they just start throwing rocks. Like, Love it's that. Not, <laughs> it's not really a battle strategy. It's not really like a tactical advantage. It's like, hey, here's some big rocks and we're above them. Let's smash them. And that's it. Like, that's their main battle strategy. Um, and during this time, we see uh, 
viral or viral. Viral. Kind of like the main like rival antagonist sort of character, especially. I remembered him. I remember. I remembered hearing about him and something about his backstory being sad. Yeah, that's all I know. But it's it's with every like antagonist. It's I don't know. I don't remember, so it didn't leave much of an impression with me. I guess. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so this is they kind of got a rivalry going back and forth because the first time they beat him is when they formed Giron Legon. So he's like his pride has uh, been you know sullied. So he wants revenge on them specifically. His voice and, actor in English kind of just sounded like an angrier Kamina. I thought they sounded yeah. very very similar. Yeah, uh, this was uh, Sam Regal was yeah. uh, Viral, and uh, it is at this time I believe we see Simone flying out and onto the the big warship. And he can't hit him because it's his blind spot. And he's got these stubby little arms and they can't shoot above him. And it's just very poor planning on this ship design because it looks <laughs> stupid. Um, <laughs> we see it walking around and it's like, it's not like the battleship like stands upright. It's just like there's a dude just shoved, there's an action figure shoved through the middle of the warship. And he's got a little <laughs> leg sticking out and just looks like he's got, once again, a big old dick for a ship. Like he's just got this big piercing part coming out of like the torso of the ship's body. So it's like, this is... I don't Perfect. <laughs> I, I love hate phallic imagery. <laughs> it's great. It's wonderful. I just really hate this ship design specifically out of all of them. It just looks real dumb. Yeah, um, it's not great. No. So Simone gets in there and starts taking control of him. But he's, like you said, he's not concentrating. He can't really do it. So he's struggling a bit. And it's at this time, the big general gorilla guy is like, screw this. The ship's like getting taken over. I'm going to go on my own personalized gunman. And comes flying out and just fuck shit up. And I believe this is when Kamina gets hit for the first time. To which I wrote, no. LOL, bye Kamina. <laughs> no, sorry, backtracking a little bit. Simon's having trouble concentrating and Kamina sees this. So he flies up, jumps out of his uh, gunman. and Punches just him in the face. Socks him yeah. in the face. <laughs> just kind of like, get your shit together. Like a more manly slap to the face. So, and that's when Simon's like, all right, cool, I got this, and takes control. And, yeah, his willpower and passion gets focused. And this is when the grill guy comes out, and when he just flies out, he just, I think, just pierces Kamina just right through the middle of the gunman. And it's just like, oh, God, like, that's that's a real bad injury. And everyone's worried for a bit. And then he's able to shake it off and keep fighting. And, um, No. That's not how it happened. God, I watched this like an hour ago and I heard freaking <laughs> Um, He pierces him and everyone's like, oh, fuck, shit's going down. Like, Kamina's dead. And yeah, LOL, bye. LOL, um, bye. See ya. <laughs> uh, and Kamina's knocked out. He's just, oh, everyone assumes he's dead. And Simon sees this and just loses his mind and starts going into overdrive Super Saiyan and just loses control of the ship. And it's just freaking out and so much it's beyond just controlling the ship that like the energy is flowing out of him into the ground into the volcanoes around and erupts one of the volcanoes and he somehow Simone just kind of goes on autopilot he just kind of zones out and it's just heading straight towards the volcano and presumably he's gonna throw himself in and people are freaked out and then just by sheer force of willpower Kami does back up is able to stab yeah. Simone out of it. 
Yeah, he uh, launches his arm from his mech to, again, punch, punch him, him in, in the, the face. face. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, hey, dipshit, keep fighting. I like that his mech's able to do that, too. <laughs> and it is, like, uh, a nice moment of, like, hey, Simon. Hey, Simon. I always want to call him Simon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of, like, hey, Simone, you gotta Snap start out. believing in yourself. And that's where the, if you can't believe in yourself, believe in me, who believes in you. Mm-hmm. And that's where that quote comes from, which is... Yeah. I think one of the better takeaway lines from this, rather than, who the hell do you think I am? Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and they say it, like, all the time, and it it never gets better for me. Yeah, he says it, like, four times in this episode, and it's like, okay, we get it, you have a catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) And so when he snaps Simone out of it, uh, Simone's like, oh, cool, you're alive, pops off the big uh, battleship, and creates Gurren Lagann, and teams up with him. And this is when they just start wrecking shop. And we find out that Gurren Lagann's primary weapon is sunglasses. That Hell are also yeah. on the back. <laughs> the first time I, I... This was the first time I'd seen Gurren Lagann as a big thing. And I just wrote down Optimus Prime? Yeah. It's... He's arrived. <laughs> He's here. Very similar. Yeah. So he uses like the sunglasses as a sword at times. We saw Kamina doing that. Mm. But then with this against the general, he throws two pairs of sunglasses that essentially stab him through his arms and legs and like flay him, like put, put him up on top of that. I'm trying to think of the word. I can't. Um, but just kind of like enable him from moving. And then that's when we get the big dick energy flowing through him with the giga <laughs> drill breaker. <laughs> and... Uh, he just gets a bunch of drills shooting out of him, and then one big-ass drill. And they straight-up murder him. And it's okay, because he's not human. Murder's fine, as long as it's not human. Right? That's what we find out. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and that's how they defeat the big old bad guy of this episode, and uh, I guess kind of the season, maybe? I don't know. Of this eight-episode run we're willing to talk about. <laughs> and it all comes down, we're all settled down, we're like, did it we won hooray what's that oh yeah Kamen is really dead this time yeah <laughs> motherfucker's gone <laughs> yeah uh the the series of my notes uh i wrote ah oh, Kamina eats it oh wait jk oh wait, oh, wait JK, jk again me too i wrote <laughs> you got bamboozled i wrote uh lol by Kamina damn ouch and then i went on this whole thing about how Kamina has no redeeming qualities <laughs> and then i wrote and then i wrote oh he's still alive cool i guess and then okay now he's dead bye he's bro. This time. <laughs> yeah and it's just the you know the typical sad shot of just torrential downpour on everyone so you can't tell who's crying and who's not there was a very lion king moment where the screen was dark and simone just went bro and at, it kind of made me like oh that's a little sad mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because their blood their relationship was the one good thing that <laughs> he had going for yeah. him. And now, and now, uh, Simone is also founder of the Dead Dad Club, as well as founder of the Dead Father Figure Club, <laughs> with Hooray. both of them dead. <laughs> he has nothing now, Great. and that's where we stop. That was it. So, Excellent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how how'd you like it are we there yet did that no win you here a- are my feelings <laughs> <laughs> no and here are my feelings <laughs> what when i was watching this, this show? what i'll say real quick when i was watching this i was like oh, i remember liking the show and i like rewatching. i'm like 
Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> One. You just saw show. the percentage drop down <laughs> as every started, minute. Started at 100 forward. down to 0. Uh, this show know. just like isn't really my I know I'm not the one we're trying to win mm. over, but like I've never seen this show. So yeah. like this show just so isn't really my style. Like I don't mm-hmm. really like action shows. I don't really like fighting shows and this was pretty much all fighting. Yeah. And I understand like they had the moments I feel like where they were trying to be really hype, like kind of what my hero academia is and i have a note written down that is simon is mech deku and kamina is a shitty all might (laughs) because i feel like that's kind of what they were going for and it just didn't deliver to me yeah and i think um yeah kamina's inspiration sort of came through catchphrases rather than actually sending a message yeah Yeah, or a Um, good role model I'm sure I'm sure I'd care a lot more about Kamina dying if I watched the other episodes. But I super <laughs> I super didn't care. I was like, okay, fine, bye, gross dick. Like <laughs> later. Like I super didn't care. Yeah, I was not that heartbroken either. As I, someone who watched all the episodes, it's it was less of like, oh no, Kamina. It was more like, oh shit, I thought he was the main character. Guess uh, not. Like it was that's what caught me off guard. Yeah, I think I think too, maybe just watching the rest of the uh first episode still might have had more of an impact that way. Mm-hmm. If you're like, Oh, okay, so Kamin is the leader, Kamin is gonna be the main character the whole time. Yeah. Um and also in the Netflix description of the episode it says they lose one of their own and I was like, Oh, Kamin is gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> so Netflix kind of ruined it, but <laughs> yeah. It's also 11 years old, so the yeah. spoilers are everywhere. The dialogue did not age well, in it my opinion. Not. Yeah. I would agree with that. Anyway. It's very of its time. How do you feel, Dukes? <laughs> You're the one that matters. <laughs> <laughs> You're why we're here. No, yeah, uh, I I agree with most of what you said. Uh, just fighting for 30 minutes straight is not my cup of tea. Um, like, I'm down for the violent stuff. Like, when you had, like, My Hero Academia, where it was fighting, but we actually got, like, character and backstory, and they're fighting for a reason uh, that I enjoy. But, yeah, this was, hey, there's some uh, mole guys and robots, uh, let's fight them, because yeah, they want to fight weird. us. It, it didn't feel like they had there were any stakes. Yeah, because they weren't, they were trying to stop this sort of, uh, like, alien force for some reason because i guess they tried to kill them but yeah their motivations on either side are not super clear so yeah it was a lot of senseless robot fighting which i can see the appeal but it's not for popular me. this show's really popular, it's very popular. so like That's obviously yeah. yeah obviously people enjoy it but it's just not minor dudes's cup of tea mm-hmm yeah. No, and I understand that. I, I pick a lot of the shows I have on our list. Um, not necessarily because they're some of my favorites. Some of them clearly are. My Hero Academia is absolutely great. I love that one. Hell yeah. Um, but a lot of the shows I picked were just like, these are very popular shows. And these are very uh, well encapsulate certain genres for this one. Particularly like mech battles and like the whole inspirational sh- like me- power of like passion, friendship, and like sheer willpower is like the driving force. And that just... Like, that's literally how 
Simo and like powers his robot and stuff and like how he wins every battle is just by being more passionate than the enemy like that's all there is there's no skill or training or anything so yeah. it's, it's a very uh, particular genre of anime and i just i wanted to at least show you a good example of it yeah even if it's not a good show for you guys this is a good ex- <laughs> this is a good example of what that genre is yeah i definitely appreciate seeing why things are popular uh so i'm never gonna be like oh i'm no more mech shows because uh, uh gundam is big we're gonna watch that eventually and there's other mech shows i can't think of right now that we <laughs> are gonna need to see their significance of <laughs> And see how they hold up for people like me who aren't super into mech shows. Yeah. It's always good to get a other side of the tracks. I don't know. I feel like Break out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Walk a mile in someone else's mech. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the mech, it might be a very long walk or a very little walk. Itty bitty stubby legs. If it's Simone's, it is uh, like three miles. <laughs> I wrote that one that with the general when he came out in his uh, gunman. I was like, oh no, another gunman with a big head and then a smaller head on top of it. The ultimate weapon! <laughs> like, they always are more powerful than a regular big-faced gunman. Hey, uh, two heads are better than one. Yeah. All right, so uh, looking forward to next week uh dana what's what's on the list we're gonna watch the first three episodes of yuri on ice yay Yay! i'm very very excited this is one of my favorite shows ever it came out recently but like i love it so much so i'm very excited all right and uh you said the first three correct perfect all right well thank you for Joining us on our mission uh, up to the surface of <laughs> the pierce show. We the heavens. <laughs> we pierce the heavens of these three episodes. Uh, and thank you for coming on this journey with us. Uh, this is Are We There Yet? Uh, please, uh, these are some of the first episodes you're going to be hearing after the show has come out. So we would greatly appreciate if you would... Uh, like us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, all at Are We There Yet? Reviews will greatly help us. So if you like <laughs> this, no. go on iTunes or wherever you write reviews and say, hey, this is the greatest show I've ever heard. And if you don't like I'm... it, leave us alone. Yeah. <laughs> We're having fun. Go away. Feel free to write me a letter and I'll burn it immediately. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, thank you to Camille Ruley for our art, and thank you to Louis Zong for use of the song Stories off the album Beats. You can find all of Louis's music at louiszong.bandcamp.com, and please join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Believe in the me that believes in you! Believe in the anime that believes in you! Ah! <laughs> Dick-powered robots. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.